welcome to Married in Therapy. This is the show where two young and dumb newlyweds read stories from the internet and either judge them or give them shitty advice. I'm your host, Noah. I'm Lenny. And today we pulled uh, Reddit posts from the subreddits uh, Relationship Advice, Am I the Asshole, and are there any other ones? I might have a Facebook post. She might have a Facebook post. So we're in for, we're in for one hell of a ride today. Um, <clears throat> we're going to kick this off by talking about last episode. So, last episode we talked about um, a mom who uh, took away her kid's money and we determined that she was not the asshole for it. And she was a little bit of an asshole. She, I don't think so. I think she had the right idea, but wrong execution of it. And we also talked about, um, what else did we talk about? I don't fucking know. You don't remember? No. I don't either, but I remember Um, it. If you really want to know, just listen to last week's episode. Listen to last week's episode, because it was a banger. We had, uh, we had some parental stuff, some familial stuff, and a lot of relationship stuff, so. Do we have any parental stuff this episode? I only, I only have, uh, relationship stuff. Like, romantic. I have parental stuff. Okay. Mostly. Okay, then you'll be parental this episode. I'll be relationship. Alright. So, starting off with some parental shit, um, this is from the subreddit, am I the asshole? Uh, am I the asshole for calling my wife crazy after she screamed at our son? Uh, usually these titles are very misleading, so they'll, they'll give, they'll, they'll give you something and you're like, yeah. Yeah, you're the asshole, and then in the and then in the pose, you like completely flip a switch. This one though, it's kind of like you actually need context for this one, which is rare on Am I the Asshole? So I don't know. Uh, go ahead, read it. This one's a little bit of a long post. Um, me and my wife Jen have a wonderful son named Robbie. One thing you need to know about Jen is that she is a perfectionist. She's constantly cleaning, sterilizing, and organizing things around the house. This has been an issue in our relationship because I constantly feel like I'm walking on eggshells around her. Her OCD tendencies have gone into overdrive ever since Robbie was born. Don't get me wrong, I'm happy that she's diligent when it comes to keeping our home clean and healthy. However, I feel like it's become an unhealthy specific... I feel like it's become unhealthy, specifically regarding Robbie. Robbie has cried on several occasions because he's the only one in his friend group that can't have company over. He's rarely allowed to visit friends, and when he does, he has to immediately shower from head to toe thoroughly. I've addressed these issues with Jen, but she refuses to see me and Robbie's point of view. The Incident Yesterday, Robbie, Jen, and myself were all at home. Jen had just finished cleaning the carpet in the living room and then went to clean the bathroom. Robbie wanted a glass of milk, so he poured himself a glass and went into the living room to watch TV. At some point, Robbie accidentally knocked over his glass, which spilled some milk onto the carpet. I was in my bedroom, and the next thing I know, I hear Jen screaming at the top of her lungs. I rush into the living room and see Jen screaming at Robbie while he cries in the corner. He looked terrified. He just kept frantically apologizing and shaking. Jen 
uh, Jen screamed, I just fucking cleaned this carpet. Why didn't you drink the milk in the kitchen? I stepped in and told Jen to calm down. It was just a little milk. No big deal. She continued to yell nonstop and started aggressively cleaning the milk while cussing at Robbie under her breath. I told Robbie to go into his room so Jen and I could talk alone. After he left, I told Jen that she shouldn't have screamed at Robbie like that. She defended herself by saying that he knew the rules and should have known better. I told her that he's a little boy who made a mistake that anyone could have made. After things continued to escalate, I realized there was no getting through to her. I yelled, Robbie and I are sick and tired of your bullshit. Robbie can't even be a kid because he's constantly terrified of you. I'm not going to sit back and let you do this to me and Robbie anymore. You're fucking crazy. She was dead silent and just went back to mindlessly cleaning the carpet. I spoke with Robbie and eventually calmed him down by taking him out for ice cream. After we got back from ice cream, I saw that Jen had locked herself in the spare bedroom. She refuses to acknowledge me and hasn't spoken to me since yesterday. For the first time in years, I saw her go a whole night and morning without cleaning. I'm starting to feel like I went too far, but I was just trying to defend my son. Am I the asshole? So, here's the thing. Um, did it say that she's diagnosed with OCD? No, just that she has OCD tendencies. Okay, so this isn't OCD. As somebody with diagnosed OCD, I don't think she really has OCD. I think she has something going on, and I'm not a doctor... So I can't say what she has going on. If I had to take a guess, I would say she might be a little bit bipolar, but I don't know. Um. Regardless of that fact, that was unwarranted, like, completely. And she definitely should be seeing somebody. If she's, if she's willing to scream and berate her child son for spilling milk on the carpet. He's seven. Yeah. Also, guys, by the way, sorry if I'm sniffling a lot. I'll try and cut out as much of it as possible. Uh, I have bad allergies. <laughs> From, you know, my one semester of my biology undergrad, this sounds like untreated postpartum anxiety, uh, specifically because the poster mentions that it started getting really bad after their son was born. I don't, like I said, not a doctor. I am. Are you? For legal reasons, that was a joke. I don't think that this is completely postpartum. I think it might have just gotten worse because of it. But she has something going on. And that's not to knock her or anything and be like, ah, she's fucking crazy. No, I don't don't think so at all. But I do think that if it's causing such bad issues in the home she should be talking to somebody about it or her husband should be encouraging her to talk to somebody about it instead of blowing up like he did albeit from an outsider perspective like he being the outsider i can see how this could be really um like tough and not understand what she's going through especially if she hasn't been diagnosed or seen anybody i think i think his reaction was a tiny bit unwarranted and a little bit too far, but also at the same time, I don't think he's an asshole for it. I no. think I think she's terrible for what she did to her son. My advice, um, divorce her. 
I wouldn't say divorce her. Divorce. I would say go to counseling, and if it doesn't get better, then maybe look at your options from there. But the fact that they haven't even tried counseling yet is what they should be doing. But if it doesn't get any better, then yeah, explore your options. Um, Because that's not a good home for Robbie to be raised in. Yeah. And it sounds like the dad's really caring about his son, which is very much, like, I appreciate that. That's good. I think he should definitely uh, take his wife to therapy, or at least encourage her to do it. And if she's unwilling to treat this, divorce. Yeah. Plain and simple. Get Robbie out of the house. Not even because, like, the dude's unhappy, but just because of Robbie. Robbie deserves better. Yeah. Poor Uh, kid. Robbie Protection Squad. Sucks to be Robbie. All right, <clears throat> let's go on to the next one. All right, so this one is one that Winnie sent me to read um, because I'm bad at preparing for this. Uh, this one is, the title of it is, My partner, 30 male, left me, 29 female, at a restaurant because I was taking too long to finish. And what subreddit is that from? That's relationship advice. What a fucking baller move, honestly. It's like, bitch, you are taking way too long to eat. I'm going to be at home by the time you finish. Um, and he meant it. I just want you to read the end and see. No, not right now. I yeah. want you to just, just enjoy the story. Okay. We went on a double date for dinner tonight. That's a bad way to start this. <laughs> yeah. We went on a double date for dinner tonight and had finished eating and, and I had half a beer left. He said he was going across the street to get something from the vape shop. I waited in the restaurant until he eventually texted me and said that he had left. It triggered a huge argument, and eventually I said it was late, my feelings were hurt, and I was really overwhelmed that I needed space. I made it clear that I still care about him, and we could pick up the conversation first thing in the morning after we had both calmed down and gotten some sleep. I woke up this morning to almost 200 messages from him saying how much he hates me and how terrible the last three years have been. Is this relationship salvageable? I'm pretty devastated. I have the right to set a boundary, and he completely disregarded it. Holy shit. Uh, You see why I sent it to you now? Yeah. Um, It is a fucking doozy. Fucking wowzers. G freaking Williker Scoop. Is this relationship salvageable? Fuck. I feel. Here's the thing. I feel genuinely like bad for these people who want their relationship to be saved, and it is not. It is. You can't. If he is willing to leave you because you took too long to eat, like actually leave you, not just not just like I'm going home. Fuck you. Which that's a dick move to begin with. But like genuinely be like we're over. That's nuts, and there's definitely something else going on. I would like to hear more about, like, what's going on in their relationship to know, like, who's really at fault here. It sounds like she's probably not because she wants to save it, so I'm guessing she might she might be the good guy here because, yeah, fuck, that's a dick move, but I don't know. Um, I'm picking up a little bit of a cheating scent from him maybe i think it's definitely possible she set a boundary and he completely ignored it in fact he was such a dick that uh you should leave him immediately 
Yeah, I would just leave him. Don't. Just completely fucking ghost him. If you guys aren't married, then yeah, just leave him. You're 29. You still have, like, a lot of options when it comes to dating and stuff. Because, like, you can even still go on Tinder at that age. You're kind of getting to the point where you might not might not want Tinder at 29. But, hey. You There's could, Hinge. You, I don't know what that is. It's like a more sophisticated Tinder from what I'm picking up. <laughs> like. <laughs> I think, like, Tinder and Bumble had a baby. Like, you have, like, the prompts from Bumble, but also you can hook up and fuck. Hmm. Well, still, at, we met on Tinder. We did. We did meet on Tinder. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would leave him. If you're not married, definitely just leave him. Because, I mean, fuck, don't even deal with that. That's just dumb. It's 2021. If people are disrespecting the boundaries you set, uh, cut them off. Yeah, just we, ghost them. We respect women here. Um... Yeah, for sure. Leave him. And, uh, you know, whoever you went on that double date with, maybe go hang out with them for a while. <laughs> I guess. Uh, make yourself a Tinder profile and just fuck as many people as possible. I wouldn't say that, no. Don't do that. Yeah, you need some rebounds. That's, that's not healthy, though. It's not healthy. It's an option. It's an option, but not the greatest. Yeah, but uh, we're 21 and 19, respectively. So what the fuck do we know? I know everything. I know everything. Baby, spell viscerally. Okay. So, what's the next prompt? Um, I have another Am I the Asshole? Uh, and this one's, again... A long one. Fuck, that is long. It's three screenshots. Jesus Christ. Uh, am I the asshole for threatening to disinvite my parents from my wedding for their ignorant comments? <sighs> Been there. I mean, kind of. <sighs> Your mom's just a bitch. Yeah. We'll tell uh, that story someday. On our mother-in-laws are the worst episode coming soon yeah that's when we'll tell it we'll have my sister there to to tell us all about it my fiance and i are getting married next june after dating for 10 years i'm white british from a village and she's south asian my parents love her and are welcoming of her, calling her a beautiful Indian princess. <laughs> <laughs> Although it hasn't been much of a culture shock for them. She's very anglicized. Brit accent because she lived in several countries before coming to the UK at 17. She went through a lot of racism before, which was horrible and direct, so she doesn't complain about small things. By that I mean comments my parents make out of ignorance, like teasing her for her name, making jokes about terrorists. Her family are not practicing Muslims. How her children will be called Muhammad, saying they would give our kids English nicknames because we're planning to give them cultural names. Or calling her an Indian kitchen maid if she's doing chores. Telling her when she gets pregnant, she'll have a deli belly. 
That's not even... Holy... Okay. Pause for just one second. That's not even... Like, ignorant racism. That's just straight That's up... That's just... <laughs> your parents are fucking racist. Honestly, like, massive props to her for being able to, like, keep her head on straight with them even saying one of those things. Also, like... Fuck, okay, I'll just say the rest at the end. Jesus Christ. She doesn't react to those comments, but I know they upset her, and she doesn't say it because she knows it could be worse. Fucking, (laughs) no, they can't. (laughs) Last week, her parents came over to meet mine, and they flew over in in a 15-hour flight. Her parents aren't as uh, acclimated as she is and have heavy accents. I wasn't so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed when we went for dinner and my dad started talking to them in a put-on Indian accent. My mom uh, kept asking her mom about dowries and forced marriages, which confused them because they were obviously not that traditional if they were happy with their daughter marrying me. She also asked her mom... She also asked her mom if I died, would my fiancé jump into the cremation fire? Kept calling our Indian wedding, which they wanted, a big costume party. Then my dad, after some drinks, started making bomb jokes when the waiter came. Like, oh, be careful, Mr. X might blow this place up if you don't do his steak right. I could see my fiancé was embarrassed, but she didn't say anything. After the dinner, she went to her parents' hotel, and I confronted my parents about the things they said. I have always told them those jokes add up, but they brushed it off because she never said anything. I asked her why she never did, and she said, what, what would I look like if I started this fight, and why do I have to be the one that stirs the pot? My parents started arguing that it was because they, had never, they never had exposure to South Asians. That's not true. We live in a village, but it's near a huge multicultural city. Also, we dated for 10 years. (laughs) It's unfair. Her family are wealthy and move in socialite circles while mine are working class. But her parents never wore classes, even though they were used to rich people. I got angry and said, maybe our wedding is is one big costume party they may not be invited to. They would be. I just said it out of anger. My mom started crying, and my dad called my fiancé and told her the fuss I made because of her. And now she's awkward, too. I don't know who offended and how, but am I the asshole? Oh. My God. Listen, if this shit has been going on for ten years, you're the asshole for not saying anything sooner. Well, it sounds like he's told them before, but they just brushed it off i know but if they brushed it off and it continued to happen you need you would have to be more stern well yeah but the second he got more stern this happened yes and it's like yeah he's he did say something sooner so i can't be mad at him for it and also his girlfriend clearly like didn't want him to say anything because she got upset when he did say something so i can't blame him for not being this stern before it sounds like like fuck dude that's not even that's not even ignorant racism because ignorant racism is like 
is like if he if their parents if if his parents met her parents and then they bowed because they thought that was supposed to happen that'd be ignorant racism because they had good intentions but they're just straight up fucking racist um it's 2021 like i said before uh fuck your racist family members yeah um they shouldn't be at that wedding because there's going to be a lot of uh of indian people there her family is going to be there and i don't know if you want your family there if this is how they act to their faces it would be one th- it would be one seriously fucked up thing if um like seriously fucked up thing if they were saying it behind their back but at least they were they don't have to endure it to their face but the fact that they're so just open like oh my god this is crazy yeah how do you act that way around people how are you that just socially inept s- yeah how are you that socially fucking dumb i don't know it's honestly just fucking disgusting that it they is. even act that uh, way. Don't invite your parents to the wedding. I'll, yeah, he is like, obviously they're invited. Not obviously. I wouldn't have invited them at that point. Yeah. Jesus. Like, fuck, dude. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have invited them. Because it sounds like that this is just a giant joke to them. I agree. That's crazy. We do not stand racism here. It's A-cap, disgusting. Baby. It's disgusting. Fuck, that made me angry. I need something. I need a palate cleanser. Well, I'm going to read something else that's going to make me angry. This one isn't racist. This is just a dick move. Okay, is it one that I sent you? No, this is this is a surprise one. Okay, for you. okay, so, okay. I, the the two that I have left, you have not seen yet. Okay. All right. So, also, one last thing. To that woman, I am so sorry you had to go through that. And continuously have to go through that. Ten years of that? That would suck. Sounds like she even endured racism before this. So, if she thought that that was tame, I feel horrible about what she went through before. Fuck, dude. Props to you. Um... I'm very white, if you couldn't tell. But if I had to go through anything that you have endured i would have broken i would have been the meanest nastiest bitch (laughs) uh so congratulations you're a better person than i am all right palate cleanser would you be mad if your bf did this would you yeah probably it's reddit so (laughs) okay I've been sick as hell. Something is wrong with my stomach, but I have to wait for my insurance to... Jeez. This one has really bad English, so sorry if I stumble through it. Something is wrong with my stomach, but I've had to wait for my insurance to kick in to see the doctor. I've been crying myself to sleep because of my stomach and my boyfriend knows it. I found out that he gave $500 to his ex towards a car. I'm angry because that money could have gone to me to see a doctor. He knows how sick I've been. Not that I feel entitled to his money, but I'm just offended that he helped her when I'm so sick. How would you feel? Thank you. We've been together four years and they don't have kids. I'm not sure if they talk regularly. Um. What the fuck? 
Oh my god. <laughs> hey, um, remember when we dated for like four or five months before getting engaged? Yeah. Would you have given your ex five hundred dollars towards car? No. I don't like my ex. Why do you think we're exes? Uh, you couldn't hear it, but we fist bumped. Um. Okay, so first things first. I can tell you live in America because of your insurance problems. Yeah. <laughs> also, I think you need a new boyfriend. I think you probably need a new boyfriend. And, um... Also, if he just gave her $500 to help her get a new car, they talk regularly. Oh, yeah. They talk so much. Yeah. Um, no shade on you. But don't be fucking stupid. Of course they do. It's so clear. Find a new man. Yeah. Or lady. Or person. Maybe, maybe you like, maybe you like everything. And that's perfectly okay. We like everything. Yeah, we do. So, um, find, Jade, come over here. So find something, find someone that will make you happy and, um, pay for your medical bills. Yeah, that's all relationships are. Yeah, that is. Also, um, move to a different country. We plan on it. Eventually. Eventually. But, um, yeah. Find find somebody who can get you a green card into a place that has free healthcare. That's fucking big brain moment. Yeah, that's like a fucking power thought. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, what's the next one? Um, so it's another parenting one. <coughs> I'm down with the sickness. Yeah, you are fucking wheezy. Um, am I the asshole for not adopting my wife's child? Nah, kids are stupid. Um, I used to have a wonderful relationship with the woman I love. However, operative word being I used to. However, five years ago, she got drunk and had a one night stand and got pregnant from it. Can't be mine. I can't have kids due to a horseback riding injury when I was a teen. <laughs> R.I.P. to this dude's balls. That's, that's a bumpkin moment. Um, Didn't get the guy's name. No way to find him. So he's out of the picture. My wife decided to keep it. And we almost went through a divorce. But couples therapy made us decide to try again. We're still in therapy now. But I still have a hard time trusting her so she had her son we talked a lot about it and i made it clear that i'm okay taking on a step parent role but i wasn't willing to fully be his dad i wouldn't adopt him but i would help raise him and get him off to college my wife agreed to this became a stay-at-home mom so she could take care of him with help from her parents and i've pretty much been the fun uncle like guy I play with him, buy him games, try my best to not resent him, and I am in therapy for this, and mostly just stay out of the way of my wife's parenting. He even calls me uncle instead of dad. He knows I'm not his father and is is just happy to play video games with me and chill. 
Well, recently, my wife has started talking about me adopting him, something I'm not willing to do. I made it clear that if anything happened, he would go live with her parents and I'd send child support. If they couldn't take him, I wouldn't put him in foster care or anything, but I also wasn't willing to take on the responsibility of being his father when I'm not. I'm happy being an uncle to another man's kid since that's what life threw at me. This has greatly upset her and she's trying to find a way to force me into adopting him. She's even been manipulating the poor kid saying he should start calling me dad instead of uncle like he has my entire life. Like he has his entire life, which is upsetting and confusing the poor boy. This situation has worked for the last five years, and I don't know why she's trying to change something that isn't broken or force me into a role I told her years ago I wasn't willing to accept, which she was fine with until just recently. Update. After reading everything, I told my wife I was leaving and pursuing a divorce. I think I've been ready to do so for a while, but just needed the push. This has led to a complete meltdown, but I stayed firm, packed everything up, and moved in with my brother across town. I have already contacted the landlord to tell him I would pay for two more months' rent. After that, everything needs to be switched to her. Talking to my lawyer, it was verified that due to the process I went through after the birth to establish I wasn't the father, I would not have to pay child support or alimony, which is something very rare and uncommon anyway where I live. He's already working on the paperwork. No idea when it'll all happen, but once it does, I'll cut full contact. My wife has tried to call and text multiple times, but I've refused to talk. I'll post another update when I know more. Is there anything else? Nope. That is the story. Christ, man. (sighs) I feel so bad for that kid. But, yeah, it sounds like they had... Uh, like, obviously not optimal, but a really good situation going. Sounds like the kid was really happy. The dude wasn't exactly thrilled, but he was fine with the situation he was in and seemed like he had fun just hanging out with the kid. And she fucked it up. And also, I don't think your relationship was that good five years ago if she was cheating on you. Yeah. Um... I don't think any of this is this guy's fault, though. It sounds like he's done his best with the situation that he was given, and he has no obligation to be taking care of the kid. It's not his, and the fact that he did any of this says a lot about him as a person. I think he did a great thing, and he's not entitled, or he's not required to do anything further. I do feel bad for the kid, though. I do feel bad for the kid, um... However, I'm going to disagree with you. Really? Yes. In what way is he obligated to take care no, of this I'm kid? I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm disagreeing with you on he did a really great thing by just staying in the relationship. So, obviously, cheating's bad. Um, props on you for making it work as much as you could have. But once you found out she was pregnant and you knew... That you didn't want to take on, like, a fatherly role when this kid didn't have a dad. And you resent him? That kid's fucking, like, four and a half, five? Like, that's fucked up. Like, resent your parents. They're fucking adults. Mm -hmm. Traumatize them back. But a kid? You should not have stayed that long. 
if you knew that, like, you didn't... Like, obviously, I think he loves the kid, but he doesn't love the kid. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's his responsibility to love the kid by any means. He he was forced into this situation, and it's not his kid. If it was his kid, and it was just like, whoops-a-daisy, then I would be completely different. He He would be completely obligated for all of this. But... And, and a lot more. But it's not his kid. And with everything that he did, I feel like that's a lot more than what most people would have done. And plus, he made it possible for her to stay home and be a stay-at-home mom, which is perfectly fine. If you want to be a stay-at-home mom, that's perfectly okay. But it's very difficult to do financially if you don't have somebody who can support you and the child. And it sounds like he did that for as long as he could. And when she pushed him way too far, he was forced to think about himself again. It sounds like he was putting the kid first for a long time. Um, I'm going to read a top comment that I agree with. Um, if OP couldn't grow past his resentment of the kid not being his, then he never should have agreed to stay in the relationship. It's not fair to the child. Either he needs to be all in or out. I agree with that. Because he's living in the house full time. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know if the mom has, like, brothers or sisters, but he should know that, like, uncles and aunts are, like, your mom's brother or people that live outside of the house. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's incredibly weird for this kid to be calling his stepfather, uncle, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. He should have taken on... He, obviously, he's, like, the uncle role. I think he should have been a stepfather, at least. But he couldn't do that mm-hmm. because he resented the kid so much. Well, it sounds like towards the end he didn't resent him anymore. Yes, but he also just stayed in the uncle role. If you're living in the house full time... Well, okay, here's the thing, though, is that in the beginning, yes, he probably shouldn't have stayed if he resented the kid. I agree with that. But as time went on, it seems like he very quickly, like, at least warmed up to him, at least over the course of the first couple of years and did like him. He said that he really liked hanging out with him, playing video games and being the fun uncle. But it's the fact that, you know, clearly he couldn't change being uncle anymore. Cause when his, when his wife tried to force that the kid started doing really badly, he was upset and confused. So I can't blame him for continually calling him what he's known him as his whole life. Yeah. I don't think that's a problem. I mean, like, maybe not optimal, but I don't think it's the worst issue. Everybody has a weird relationship in their family. And, yeah, it's, again, not the greatest, and it could be better. But it sounds like he did do everything he thought he could do. Yes, I give him props for staying and trying to make it work. But once you found out she was pregnant and, you know, the kid was growing up, and you didn't step into, like, a parenting role. Like, obviously, obviously my parents are fucking divorced. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm in therapy, was in therapy. Obviously, my parents are divorced. 
like, my stepmom, she's basically my mom. She, you know, parented me mm-hmm. because she's my stepmom. This dude is that kid's step-parent. And as he stated, he didn't parent at all. He well, having a step having had a step parent myself that's fucking horrible one of the worst people on the planet easily yes um it's weird to have your i mean to be fair i had my dad and then i had my stepfather so it was it was weird calling somebody dad who wasn't my dad and especially being told i had to call him my dad yeah that because it sounds like this kid's known for a very long time it's not his dad so calling him dad in any capacity probably would be pretty weird for him even starting him young kids aren't dumb they know the difference so they would think it was weird and they might be uncomfortable by it and in the future come to resent him for being forced to calling him dad when maybe in the future he doesn't see him as a dad and also it brings up making him be you are stepdad you are dad whatever that immediately makes a obligation that you have to be a parent and that this guy can't do what he promised his wife he could do in the beginning and it sounds like this is something that they mutually agreed upon he laid out his terms and she easily could have said no so i think that this is just as much on her as it is him yeah Hang on, let me look back at the wording, because I think he agreed to be, like, a step-parent. And, you know, living with step-parents, they were just, they weren't, like, they obviously, like, parented me. Hang on. Reading it back. Uh, He said he made it clear that he was okay taking on a step-parent role. Obviously... I'm not trying to be a dick, but you didn't have the greatest relationship. In fact, your stepfather is a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. Um, Worthless pile of garbage, correct? Yes. Um, But, like, other people, you know, don't have that experience. Well, yeah, no, I I know that... Here's the thing. I know that, like, there are some people who have great step-parents. You, Sherry fucking queen i love that woman i wish she was my mom um but i also know a lot of people with divorced parents and almost unanimously they all agree that their step parents are the fucking worst and they all got step parents really young some even younger than i did and i got mine at f- five or six yeah that's about the same age i was when sherry came in so it's like step parents in general they get a really bad rap and it's because a lot of the times they deserve a bad rap step parents generally and this is just generally speaking i'm positive that there are great ones out there but generally speaking there are a lot of step parents that don't do it right yeah and they it's because as a parent especially a step parent with other kids you will always love your kids more than you love the other person's kid like that's at least how it's gonna start and if you don't immediately break that mindset it will stay forever and that's what sherry did sherry loves you just as much as the rest of her kids you are one of her children i am yeah so i don't know 
it's it's a shitty situation, but I don't think this guy was in the wrong. I, I think don't he, think he was in the wrong either. I think he could have handled it better in certain situations, but I think that he, overall he did do a good thing and he really tried. Yes. Also, if the mom is listening to this podcast, get your son fucking therapy. He's gonna need it. Also, throw yourself off a bridge, you're a cunt. Holy shit. <laughs> Uh, for legal reasons, that was a joke. Also, Sherry, to my stepmother, if you listen to this, I love you. <laughs> um. I remember at our wedding, uh, Jada, a dear friend of ours, um, Sherry was talking to Jada, and she was like, oh, no, 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 it wasn't Jada, it was one of my friends, it was Katie. Katie. She was talking also to- Also a dear friend. Dear friend. She was talking to one of my friends named Katie, and um, Sherry was talking about how she wanted to wanted to have another drink, but she had to work the next day. Um, and Katie was like, "Just tell everybody that you're at your stepdaughter's wedding. It's fine. Just call in." And Sherry just like holds up her hand. She's like, "Ah, daughter. She's my daughter." And Katie was like, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> Sherry's a good sport about it. I yeah. love that woman. Like, my stepsister brought in, like, a friend who didn't have the greatest home life from what I've gathered, but that friend is now her kid. Like, yeah. she has a stocking. Yeah. Um. Sherry is a lovely woman. She deserves the world. Uh, everybody deserves a Sherry in their life. They and really do. I hope whatever life deals your way, you get a Sherry. Yeah. You need a Sherry. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Well, I got one more. We are at 45 minutes. We'll do this one and then we'll uh, reapproach where we're at. So, this one's a this one is a real palate cleanser. Simple, easy to digest. <sighs> so, woman in this situation, she's the poster. She's 31 female. Boyfriend is 35 male. My boyfriend gets everything delivered. What are we thinking so far? Um, not the worst. I mean, I too don't like having to go and get things for myself because I'm a lazy piece of shit. (laughs) But I also tip my delivery uh, people really well. It's funny. That's not the problem here. Oh, oh. Okay. My boyfriend gets everything delivered. And it results in us never leaving the house. Never in all caps. Food delivered. Groceries delivered. Need a case of water? Just pay for delivery. Oh, we want a drink tonight but have no alcohol? Delivery. He's getting his mom a new phone. Ugh, there's not one nearby. We would have to drive 20 minutes to pick it up. Wish we could get it delivered. It drives me crazy. I don't want to constantly go... I don't want to constantly go out. And and delivery is convenient and the cost isn't really an issue for him but the only time i get to leave the house is it is not too cold and i can take a walk if we want to eat out and we never go to if we want to eat out we never go to a restaurant it's always delivery talk to him like a fucking adult yeah just be like hey take me out on a date yeah sup baby fuck me already (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, 
delivery is nice we don't really get much delivered like obviously everything we order online but like groceries we go out and get them food we get delivery once a week um, um we pizza get, night fridays we get pizza night fridays uh which kind of turn into whenever we're feeling pizza night during the week yeah. so it's still once a week but you know we get pizza once a week that's delivered our Amazon packages, those are delivered, but everything else we go out and get, so. Yeah. It's because, like, we like going out. We're homebodies as much as the next couple. But, but like, I really like going out. I like going out. I like going to the grocery store and just, it's like a mini date. Yeah. Like, hey, baby, look at the fucking price of this gluten-free bread. It's six dollars. Yeah. Isn't that fucking nuts? And then I say, that's crazy, son. And then we move to the next aisle. And then wash, rinse, repeat. It's fun. Yeah. Like. So, um, it sounds like you haven't told him that you want to go out. Um, so just say, hey, can we go out to dinner instead of getting delivery? And he was like, oh, oh, fine. He'll suck it up. Deal with it. And if he doesn't, and it sounds like this is important to you at least enough to put a strain on your relationship i would say you know it sounds like he doesn't even know though <laughs> yeah he doesn't know but like if she talks to him and he's like oh, well i don't really like doing that blah 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 blah, being a little piss baby about it then break up with him okay i think that's a really harsh leap why not first try and compromise and say hey why don't we just go out twice a week go get dinner Something like that. And I think that could be very helpful. When I said talking about it and he acts like a little piss baby, compromise was included in that. Mm -hmm. Obviously, act like a rational, sane adult. Uh, but also just know, you can leave him. Yeah. There is a lesbian out there who wants to treat you so right. <laughs> That's very true. And move in with you after three dates. Mm-hmm. Maybe even on the first date. Yeah, maybe maybe when they come over for the first date, they already have the moving truck. Yeah, and the backpack. Yeah. So, there's some there's something out there for everyone. Uh, I like how your immediate conclusion to almost all of these is just break up with them. Um. Some of them it's warranted, but also it's like, it's just delivery, babe. They can talk about it. They can talk about <laughs> it. Um, I'm just... Obviously, I found a goddamn catch with you. Um, and you don't let me run away after arguments. We actually have to talk about our feelings. Like, mm -hmm. like rational adults. <laughs> like but, a um, fucking person. Yes. Um, but sometimes it's just nice I to know like... that you can have an out and i like to remind ladies of that men too if they need it i thought you were about to say you like to remind yourself of that i was about to say we just got married hon we did something you need to tell me no mm -hmm. i love you mm -hmm. so Babe. so um I feel like a lot of our slash relationship advice could just be summed up with fucking talk to him. Mm -hmm. It really is not that hard. 
it's insanely easy just to talk to your partner yeah just be like hey this isn't working here's how i want to fix it and then compromise and if you can't break up yep Um, it will not get better on its own i promise as a compromise uh i propose a new bit where i just find the wackiest insane dating profiles that was a great segue thank you (laughs) um i've been working on it um i need you to give me a middle-aged man's name daryl all right so daryl is 61 (laughs) uh for this is a tinder profile uh, for work, he's listed as an inventor and hypnotist. What a chap. He's he's a handsome hypnotist. He studied at the University of South Carolina. Um, his about me, his bio is something else. I think I won't be able to top this one. Uh, you starting it first? Yes, because I didn't have anything else prepared. Okay. Uh, I am married. My wife encourages me to <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> to be polyamorous because she wants time to recover from our sexual aerobics. I am adaptable, serious, honest, focused, overeducated, um, and a healing hypnotist. <laughs> I live in the rabbit hole. Internal energy work is a rabbit hole. Don't repeat it twice, weirdo. When shared, it is another world. In sex, it manifests as extended, multiple orgasms. Um, Christian mystic, tantric shaman, energy kundalini, explorer, healer, yogi. I am big, but as a... (laughs) As the GF put it, I am built like a horse. (laughs) And that was Daryl, 61. I think you read that to me before. I have. And I forgot all about it. Could you fucking imagine? You are getting the craziest dick in the world that you have to tell your husband, go fuck other women. Because... It's too crazy just for me. Yeah. Um, also, Daryl61 uh, super liked the person who screenshotted and posted this, so... Dude, it sounds like you need to hop on that train. Yes. I need you to find out what, um... What if... What the fuck is healing hypnotism? Okay, well, what if... And this is going to be controversial, but what if he's not that good at sex, and just, like, in the middle of it, he pulls out a pocket watch and starts dangling it in front of their face, and he's like, you're having a great fucking time. Um, I think, I think that would be, like, coercion, which is also considered sexual assault, and that's not fucking cool, Daryl! But what if, when he does it... And he's like, you're having a great time. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm having a great time. Ah! (laughs) I still think that's sexual assault. But hold on. What if? Even I don't put stock in hypnotism. 
But I think if Dude, it was a thing, is real. I did think... you ever hear that story about that Italian kid who got his hands stuck to his head? No. So there was an Italian kid um, who was watching a hypnotist on TV, and um, the hypnotist told him to put his hands on his head, and like, and that he couldn't move them. And then the hypnotist, like, stopped broadcasting midway through so he couldn't undo the hypnotism. And the kid had to go to the hospital because he couldn't remove his hands from the head. And this happened to a lot of people, apparently. So they had to put him back on national air so he could undo it. They'd cure everybody. And that's tr- That's a true story. Yeah. Show me the CNN article. I, no, I'm not even fucking with you. That's a true story. Baby, you know I am so gullible. I am not kidding. I need you to, like, pinky promise. I pinky... That is a completely true story. I am not making that up. Okay. We don't have any current listeners, but any future listeners. If you (laughs) hear this, uh, can you send me, like, like an article about this? I'm going to find it right now. No, I want our future listeners to It's true. It was on... It was on, uh... It was on, uh, Factor Myth. That old TV show. It's true. That's how I learned about it. All right. All right. I'll believe it. It's Italy, babe. Crazy shit happens there. Pasta? Ever heard of fast fascism? That happened there. All right. And I think that's all the time we have this week. If you guys have any problems in your relationships and you want us to deal with them for you, Send them in. It's what we're here for. Uh, send them in at marriedintherapy at gmail.com. And that is M-A-R-R-I-E-D-N-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y at gmail.com. I gotta make that Gmail now. Yeah, you do have to make that Gmail account. Okay, I'll make the Gmail account. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I want to say to everybody listening, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Tune in next week for our fucking Christmas episode. And uh, our next couple episodes are going to have some uh, very special guests. So make sure you don't miss out on those. Also, I can promise you that our future episodes will have much better mic quality because I just ordered new ones. They come in tomorrow, but we didn't want to wait to record. Yeah, we just have so much fun talking to our future listeners. Um, We love you. And just remember, it is never, never too late to leave your shitty partner. Peace out. I'm Winnie. I'm Noah. Bye now. (laughs) 